0: You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is good, Huda Nation and Huda family? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Saints, the daily podcast covering your favorite team in New Orleans Saints, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Glad to be back home and glad to be back with all of you. And on today's episode, we have a ton. To recap, we're going to talk a little bit about Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis's presser yesterday, what they had to say about Michael Thomas, the cornerback position, and the wide receivers. Then we'll go more in-depth at that wide receiver room. What are the New Orleans Saints going to do as the situation just gets more and more dire with now Deontay Harris potentially looking at a two-game suspension? More on that and... We'll wrap up the show taking a look at all of the recent roster moves from this week and everything you need to watch as we get into training camp, which begins today on today's episode of Locked on Saints. As always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson NOLA on Twitter, co-managing editor over at canalstreetchronicles.com and your Tuesday co-host over at the national Locked on NFL podcast. We got all that and a little bit of yet for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. All right, family, as you can see, back home now. Thanks, everybody, so much for uh, all of your good graces while I was traveling over the last couple of days. Hope you enjoyed the interviews with John Hendricks as well as Dylan Sanders, getting you ready for training camp. But we have a lot more to cover today. Uh, but real quick, before we get into training camp, I want to let you know something exciting that's going on. The NBA draft is also tonight. If you're an NBA fan, make sure that you tune into the Locked On NBA YouTube page. We're doing a live studio show Around the NBA draft, covering it from WFAA Studios in Dallas. Really, really cool stuff. So, check that out on YouTube over at Locked On NBA. But let's talk some New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints are going to be starting training camp in about 10 minutes as I started recording this. And there's a ton for you to know as we get into the training camp period. So, let's start with head coach Sean Payton and general manager Mickey Loomis, who had a press conference or a couple of pressers. Yesterday, just before camp began, the biggest story to come out of all of this was Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis's comments—or I guess were Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis's comments—on one Michael Thomas, the surgery situation, and the fact that he is likely to miss the beginning of the season for how long. We still don't technically know yet. We'll talk about that in just a month But Sean Payton said, "Quote: Obviously, we would have liked for the surgery to have happened sooner rather than later." Adding, "Quite honestly." it should have. And I believe it was Mike Triplett who followed up to ask if there was a miscommunication or anything in between the organization and Michael Thomas about when the surgery was supposed to take place. And Sean Payton simply said, nope, nope, I'm just going to leave it at that. Sean Payton very clearly not happy with the situation and who can blame him, regardless of whose fault it is, who can blame Sean Payton for being upset with the way that this whole situation went down? Now, Mickey Loomis, general manager, a little bit more uh, sort of playing the good cop role in the midst of all of this. I don't know if that's the correct phrase, but hey, it'll work. Uh, he was establishing the timeline and sort of talking about how he, they're hoping that they're going to you know go about this conservatively, but they hope to get Michael Thomas back sooner rather than later, which is a phrase you hear coming out of the Saints organization quite a bit. But the fact of the matter is that he mentioned that they have a good sense of what his return timetable is, Michael Thomas, but they're not going to make that public, which makes perfect sense. Uh, Thomas has been moved to the physically unable to perform list, the active physically unable to perform list, which means he can come off at any point during camp. But if he goes into the regular season and goes through the preseason and into the regular season still on that physically unable to perform list. Then he would go to reserve PUP, which would then render him unavailable for the first six weeks of the season, making his earliest point of return the week seven game against the Seattle Seahawks, as we've discussed before. If he somehow comes off of the PUP list during the you know practice, during training camp, during preseason, whenever that might be, even if it's just showing up to stretch, then the Saints could let him go to injured reserve, but then he would have to make the 53-man roster, count against the roster spot then they'd have to move him to IR and then fill the roster spot. So it's a little bit more complicated, but it is possible. And if that happens, you remember injured reserve and uh, practice squad rules are the same this year as they were last year. So injured reserve only requires three games of sitting out. OK, more on the wide receiver position here in just a moment. But let's talk about the cornerback spot because the Saints have yet to address the outside corner opposite Marshawn Lattimore. They did sign Brian Poole last week as a, or earlier this week as a slot corner but they still haven't really addressed the outside of the, uh, or the boundary of the position there. But still referencing Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis, cornerback uh, as being a very important spot. Sean Payton calling it a must again. Um, however, the options are starting to dry up in free agency. Garyon Conley still out there. Drake Kirkpatrick is still out there. Richard Sherman, depending upon how his situation unfolds, could still be available for them. But the longer that the New Orleans Saints sit here, the more I'm convinced that they're interested in some type of a trade target. I don't know who it can be. I know the big names that, you know, could potentially be available on Stefan Gilmore. And then, of course, Xavier Howard, who uh, has officially requested his trade from the Miami Dolphins in a very well-written and very elaborate post talking about his situation with Miami. Uh, according to Mickey Loomis, there's still a player we need to find, quote unquote. So we'll see who that player is, and we'll see if it ends up being a trade target or a free agent that's out there on the open market. But again, a little tough to figure that out. And it could be that the Saints don't even replace that position until after the preseason when roster cuts happen, if a viable free agent were to then hit the market and the Saints could pursue that option before then hitting the trade market. So a lot of different ways that this could go about, but we could very well go through training camp without seeing the Saints sign that cornerback too outright, because that could potentially happen at roster cuts where players are more tradable at that time, uh, because a team that would look to cut that player anyway could potentially look to get capital for it. So the trade market becomes a little bit more um kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Viable, I guess, at that time. Active, I guess is the right word. And then, of course, any type of roster cut. So definitely worth watching all of that. And finally, a couple of uh, sort of smaller notes from the pressers with Uh, head coach Sean Payton and general manager Mickey Loomis. General manager Mickey Loomis making it apparent that he himself is vaccinated, as is the whole New Orleans Saints coaching staff, and then estimating that the Saints roster is about 90% vaccinated with no real questions about whether or not they can get to, no, they can't see a reason that they wouldn't get to 100%. So all of the situations that you've seen around the NFL with teams struggling to get vaccination rates up and therefore having to deal with the NFLPA and NFL's sort of wild rules around it, the New Orleans Saints should not be subject to as they are above the 85% threshold and could be up to 100% vaccinated by the time that the season begins. So that's good news for the New Orleans Saints and does give a little bit of a competitive edge in terms of their ability to have players together, camaraderie, chemistry, all of these things. And then finally, when it comes to replacing Michael Thomas, Sean Payton said that we will work through it with the players that are here. So coming up next, we're going to talk about the players that are there within the New Orleans Saints training facility, who you should keep an eye out on and who could potentially end up helping the Saints, not only if Michael Thomas misses the beginning of the season as expected, but also now some potential that Deontay Harris could miss the beginning of the season as well, who fills in, who to watch. We'll talk about all of that at the wide receiver position as we continue on with another episode of Locked on Saints. And as we continue through here, I want to let you know today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Rock Auto. New Orleans Saints looking to make some repairs to their roster. I'm always looking to make repairs, upgrades, and advances with my vehicle. And perhaps you are too. The best place to do that is over at rockauto.com. They're able to help you with any part piece or accessory that you need for just about any make, model, and year of vehicle that's out there. Dodge, Daewoo, Ford, Fiat, doesn't matter. They've got you covered. Just head over to rockauto.com and then search through their extensive catalog by indicating your make, model, and year. Let them know what parts you need. And they're going to give you several different options that could be up to 70, 50% off in some cases in terms of what you would pay otherwise at the chain stores around the corner. So if you want to check them out, head over to rockauto.com. And when you are checking out, don't forget to let them know that Locked On sent you by writing Locked On in the How'd You Hear About Us section, amazing selection, reliability low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at Rock Auto all right family continue on with today's episode of locked on saints and according to head coach sean payton the new orleans saints will look to work through it with the guys that they have in the building when it comes to the absences at the wide receiver position but one new absence helps to complicate matters even further for the New Orleans Saints at the wide receiver spot. Deontay Harris arrested earlier this month on suspicion of a DUI, also charged with a couple of other uh, smaller charges as well. So there's a good good chance here that he could be suspended for the first two games of the season. It's a similar charge to what P.J. Williams received after the 2018 season, which led to a two-game suspension for him in 2019. So that's the New Orleans Saints speed receiver option who continues to get more and more usability on the offensive side, particularly as a speed option from the slot, but he's also your all-pro special teamer, all-pro returner as well. So what are the New Orleans Saints going to do to replace him, are going to do to replace Michael Thomas, are going to do to replace Emmanuel Sanders after losing him in free agency? Well, This is where we get to break it all down and take a look at the roster around the New Orleans Saints. We're going to take a look at some options there. Real quick, also a change at the wide receiver position. The Saints did sign Chris Hogan, one of the first guys that came in and tried out with them after the Michael Thomas news broke. I don't think you're going to see Chris Hogan fighting for a starting role, but he can be a support role for you and add some potential depth at the position because it's pretty clear that the New Orleans Saints were confident in their wide receiver room, far more confident than we are in terms of the media, according to uh, Mickey Loomis, which I think is fair to say a lot of us are considering the wide receiver position a need. I don't consider it a huge need. I still think cornerback, linebacker, defensive tackle are above all of that for me. I But I also value the defensive side of the ball greatly and know that Sean Payton is making the play calls over on the offensive side, and he has the ability to scheme wide receivers like no one else can. And he's done it before with a bunch of undrafted guys Remember, it was just a couple of years ago that, you know, they threw four touchdowns in a game against the Atlanta Falcons to four undrafted options. And of course, the big difference, though, is that you had Drew Brees at that time. Do you have a guy that can make that happen in Jameis Winston or in Taysom Hill this season? That's where it really comes down to what Sean Payton can do. Sean Payton is somebody to really watch for coach of the year, because if this team wins double digit games, Sean Payton coach of the year could potentially be a big-time option considering all of the adversity he's going to have to fight through as the season begins. But let's talk about the wide receiver position. We know Deontay Harris could potentially now miss the opening two games of the season. Not that big of a deal. It's better than missing six games, which is what we saw with David Onyemata and what we could see with Michael Thomas as well. He's starting on the PUP list. Again, we don't know if it's going to be one game missed, two games missed, six games missed, five games missed. We don't know yet. We'll have to continue to watch how he and the offseason injury list continue to operate. So that'll be a part of what to watch there. So that makes your top two wide receivers at this point, Traquan Smith, as well as Marquez Callaway. No big shock there. They were going to be your top two guys. Now it was just about trying to figure out who was going to slot in where. Seemed to make a lot of sense that you were going to see those two on the outside. Deontay Harris in the slot. Maybe Marquez Calloway in the slot because the Saints do love their big slot options. But that those are going to be your top three wide receivers, essentially. Coming into the season now, a couple of names to watch coming in are going to be Kwan Baker and Jalen McCleskey. Jalen McCleskey has special teams experience, not only as a gunner but also as a returner, but also has four two two four three four two three. Excuse me, speed that gives you a speed option on the offensive side. So if he proves himself as a viable receiver and certainly has the speed to do it, he should operate pretty well with uh, Jameis Winston's deep ball and should be able to help develop the deep ball further with Taysom Hill. Also. I think that he's somebody to watch throughout this situation with the Saints looking to potentially fill that speed option role on the offensive side and also looking to fill the returner role, which is where Kawan Baker really comes into play. Kawan Baker has a ton of return experience during his time at South Alabama, and he's also going to be a very viable option on the offensive side. Spent 74 plus percent of his snaps in the slot at South Alabama, even though the Saints have worked him out on the outside during OTAs and minicamp. I would expect them to still look at him as a slot option, which could mean that the first draft pick at wide receivers since the 2018 season could potentially see the field to open the year. Both of them should be viable options. A guy like Lil Jordan Humphrey should be a viable option as well. I mean, they've used him as a returner before in the preseason. They've thrown to him. They've utilized him in games. He caught a touchdown. I mean, he's somebody that knows the system. Is he going to be somebody that's immediately going to be able to you know, make the leap into being a starting receiver? We don't know that, but if he's wide receiver four, wide receiver five, he's at least somebody that has some knowledge with your system. I'll also be curious to see how this affects Juwan Johnson's decision to transition over to the tight end role. Does he end up looking back to wide receiver at any point, seeing the sort of you know, the C's the part, if you will, at the wide receiver position, an opportunity be there for the taking. I think that he would serve himself better at the tight end role, to be completely honest, but he could potentially look to see if he can steal some snaps on the outside during training camp or at least operate as a split end anyway, which would then put him in the position of being a tight end being utilized as a wide receiver, a la Jared Cook, Jimmy Graham, so on and so forth. The other receiver that I'm really interested in in all of this is Jake Lampman. Uh, he's not somebody that I think is gonna make the roster, as we talked about before, but now he gets additional opportunities and could end up being, you know, the next guy to go out there and be a training camp hype guy that doesn't end up making the roster uh by the time that it's all said and done, but could end up making the uh making the practice squad. So the Saints still have a lot of options at the wide receiver position. They're just not the big guys, and you're missing the big dominating factor that you get with Michael Thomas no matter what. Another person to watch, it's not a receiver, but another person to watch in terms of filling in for Deontay Harris and the special teams role for the first two weeks could be Lawrence Woods. Oftentimes, we talk about Lawrence Woods as an elite gunner in college, Well, he was also an elite returner as well. Just about a handful of return touchdowns in his last season, averaged only, uh, excuse me, averaged over 50 yards per return his final season in college as well, the 2018 season. He's an incredibly explosive player He played at Truman State, so he's playing against competition that maybe was a little bit down for him, but regardless, I mean, you look at the school, I mean, Assumption College is where um, Deontay Harris came from, and look what he did. He came in as an undrafted free agent and immediately became an all-pro returner. Do I think that that's in the stars for Lawrence Woods? Not necessarily, because I think once Deontay Harris does make his return, if he does indeed get suspended, then he'll resume return roles. But the Saints have options when it comes to specialists, when it comes to returners, when it comes to Gunners, which are going to be two big uh, pieces to watch here now over the course of training camp. One last thing, and this is a big shout out to my guy, Chris Dunnels, who I'm going to have on the show here soon. He's my co-managing editor over at Canal Street Chronicles. He also mentioned Tommy Lee Lewis and Austin Carr as names to watch for players that could potentially return to the New Orleans Saints. I think some people might shrug that off as a joke, but honestly, it's pretty likely that you could see one of those names get called back here for the New Orleans Saints, especially if Deontay Harris is indeed suspended for those first two games of the season but more on the wide receiver position as we begin camp but as we begin camp we want to make sure that we get you all set up with everything that you need to be watching as we go through so I'm going to update you with all the recent roster moves and we're going to quickly run through everything you need to know before training camp and rapid fire succession is going to be a lot of fun so we have all of that coming up for you as we wrap up today's episode of Locked On Saints. So depending upon how confident you are in Alvin Kamara being the only option for the New Orleans Saints, as it looks like, or at least the only superstar option for the New Orleans Saints as the season begins, these are some things you might be interested in over at betonline.ag, who of course has brought to bring you today's episode. You can find his over under for receiving yards at 650 and a half yards. That's a pretty easy one for me, minus 15 either way. Uh, You can find his regular season receptions at 74 and a half receptions. Uh, Again, minus 15 either way. Remember, he's had at least 81 receptions in all four of his regular seasons thus far. And there's a 17th game being added. And of course, combined rushing and receiving touchdowns, 13 and a half is the over under minus 15 either way. So some interesting ones to check out over at betonline.ag. You feel any way about those? Those are definitely some good ones to get in on, especially considering Alvin Kamara is like the only superstar option for the New Orleans Saints opening up this 2021 season. So if you want to get in on that action or any other action around the world of sports, go and check out betonline.ag. And don't forget to use the promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, locked on, so you can get a 50% welcome bonus, 5-0, on top of your first deposit. Put in 100, get an extra 50 on us over by using the promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag. Let's get it, Who that Nation wrapping up today's episode, the final episode before training camp begins or as training camp began about 10 minutes ago now. So let's talk through what you need to know ahead of training camp for the New Orleans Saints. Let's start off with the new roster moves that have recently happened, two new signings. We talked about Chris Hogan earlier, has been signed to the New Orleans Saints. We'll see what happens with Chris Hogan here all throughout camp, but hey, at least he's getting another shot with an NFL team. Uh, defensive end and linebacker Kendall Donerson from Southeastern Missouri University has been signed by the New Orleans Saints. He's also spent some time with the Cincinnati Bengals and a couple of other teams, including actually the Carolina Panthers earlier on this offseason, but ended up being released earlier on in the year. So he's now coming in and will be in the fold at linebacker, but more so in the fold as a pass rusher, because that's a bit of his Uh, sort of skill set when it comes to his ability uh, at that linebacker position. He played as a pass rushing linebacker, had over 13 combined tackles for a loss in each of the last two seasons, had four sacks in his final year, 10 sacks over the course of his last two seasons as well, played a bit more in a 3-4. He's somebody that is probably going to be asked to put his hand in the dirt and rush for the New Orleans Saints throughout training camp, which means he's Zach Bond. If they continue to work him out as a pass rusher, even though his focus seems to be at Will Linebacker and Noah Spencer, the only speed rushers for the New Orleans Saints who tend to like the power speed to power conversion guys, the big long guys. Uh, when it comes to Donerson, the thing that stands out from him the most at six foot hundred and fifty pounds is his athleticism. Four-four four, four, four forty-yard dash that he ran. At a pro day, 7.03 second time when it came to the three-cone drill and also ended up with a 40-inch vertical and a 132-inch broad jump as well. So pretty great, excuse me, uh, 131-inch broad jump. Uh, So pretty crazy athleticism, which will certainly garner him some attention from the New Orleans Saints, but will he make the roster will be the big question. Hard to expect too much from him, especially looking at the Saints' usual desire for length and size when it comes to these uh, these defensive ends, but hey, he's going to bring a skill set that you've not really seen for the New Orleans Saints as of late. All right. Now, as we get through the additions, let's talk about some of the folks that will be missing at the beginning of camp. Two players for the New Orleans Saints starting on uh, the non-football injury or illness list. So these are folks that have suffered an injury that's not allowing them to start training camp away from football This is different than the physically unable to perform list that we're going to see Michael Thomas start on. So Michael Thomas will be missing at the beginning of practice, but so too will PJ Williams and Will Lutz. Now, the expectation is that both of these are minor injuries, particularly a minor soft tissue injury for Will Lutz, who, uh, you know, is they're not going to bring anybody in. That's what they told us yesterday during media availability is that they're not bringing another kicker in. The expectation is that this is going to be a short-term injury for Will Lutz and that he won't be unavailable for long. So you're just going to go without a kicker to begin camp. If you see a kicker get signed, then that will definitely be something to watch. But as of right now, nothing to be concerned about with either of these players. They're just not just ready yet to get started with training camp. All right. Now let's quickly run through the storylines you need to know on the offensive, defensive, and special teams side. Special teams, we kind of already went halfway through, but want to get through these rapid fire so that you are ready to get started with uh, New Orleans Saints training camp as it gets underway today. So just to recap over on special teams, Will Lutz not available to begin the, ra- the uh, training camp, but should be back very soon. Two punters in contention here for the punter spot, Blake Gilligan and Nolan Cooney. If you want to hear more on that breakdown, go back to yesterday's episode of Locked on Saints third segment, Dylan Sanders broke it down beautifully. And you're also going to be looking at a potential return battle. If Deontay Harris ends up being suspended for the first couple of games, guys to watch are going to be Marquez Calloway. Um, it's going to be Kwon Baker, Jalen McCleskey, as well as Lawrence Woods in that role. And you're also going to watch Jalen McCleskey and Lawrence Woods and Marquez Calloway as potential gunners to watch in special teams as well. Okay, When it comes down a long snapper, nothing there. It's all Zach Wood all day. All right, let's look at the offense now. Drew Brees has retired, which means either Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill is going to be your quarterback. There's a legitimate quarterback competition that begins today and probably won't end until just before the week one game or just before the week one practice uh, gets underway. So big one to watch there. Of course, that's going to be the top And sort of biggest uh, storyline that everyone's going to be watching nationally. Michael Thomas expected to miss the beginning of the season. So who is it that steps into the wide receiver roles for the New Orleans Saints, especially now with Deontay Harris expecting to be suspended as well, or at least a looming potential suspension is there for him. Tight end room saw a lot of turnover. Jared Cook in Los Angeles. Josh Hill went to Detroit and then retired. So Adam Troutman is stepping up there. Adam Troutman, Garrett Griffin, those are your returning guys, but you've added guys like Dylan Saner, as well as, of course, Nick Vanette, one of the Saints' earlier free agent additions to watch. And Jawan Johnson is transitioning over to the tight end position from the wide receiver position. How will that work out and how will the tight end room shake out is going to be a lot of fun to watch. The offensive line and running back look pretty good. You're going to want to watch Landon Young throughout camp and then watch him battle it out with some of the other depth guys when it comes to the offensive line, but a big one to watch. And of course, Ryan Ramczyk got paid over the course of this offseason. Could we be seeing an extension as well for Teron Armstead at some point throughout camp? That is a potential. Uh, Mickey Loomis said yesterday that they are uh, they have no qualms at all with continuing to negotiate with guys throughout. And between Marshall Lattimore and Teron Armstead, those seem like the most um, likely negotiations that could continue. And then, of course, your running back position looks really good with Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray. I imagine Ty Montgomery, Dwayne Washington are going to be the battles there, but you can also watch Stevie Scott and Tony Jones Jr. All right, let's jump over to the defensive side to wrap this up. Top defensive tackle for the New Orleans Saints, David Onyemata, has been suspended for six games, which means that he won't be available to return until after. The Monday night game on week seven against the Seattle Seahawks. So who is going to step up in place of him, but also who's going to step up next to him as the other defensive tackles for the New Orleans Saints that had a lot of starts and snaps last season, Ryan, excuse me, uh, Sheldon Rankins, as well as Malcolm Brown are also both now out of New Orleans. Sheldon Rankins now in New York and Malcolm Brown traded to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars for a seventh round pick that became the eventual traded pick that led to the uh, Landon Young draft pick out of Kentucky. Also, Trey Hendrickson is out, but the New Orleans Saints invested a first-round selection in the edge rusher out of Houston, Peyton Turner. We'll see how the edge rusher position continues to work out with guys like Cam Jordan and Marcus Davenport set to return, and guys like Carl Granderson as well, who could potentially end up playing his way into more snaps, and of course, the addition of Peyton Turner. A looming suspension for Marshawn Lattimore means you have to watch out and see who's going to stand up not only in place of the open cornerback two position opposite him because Janoris Jenkins is now a Tennessee Titan, but also potentially who's going to step up in his place as well. As we discussed earlier, the New Orleans Saints still very much see the cornerback position as a must. The longer it takes, the more I'm convinced they're looking at a trade. Doesn't mean that they will look at a trade, just the more I'm convinced of it at this point. So we'll see how all of this plays out and it might not play out soon. So something to continue to watch throughout. Who's going to be the linebacker next to Mario Davis? Is it going to be Pete Werner, who was drafted in the second round out of Ohio State and is getting work at Will Linebacker? Or is it going to end up being uh, Zach Bond, who the Saints invested a third round selection in last year and have been working at the Will Linebacker position as well? Or do they end up reuniting with Quan Alexander, who they brought in for a visit earlier this offseason? All stuff to watch there. And oh, that's it. That's all. Just that. (laughs) a ton of storylines to watch for the New Orleans Saints throughout training camp. And of course, we're going to watch every bit of it as closely as possible here on the Locked on Saints podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Doug Mouton of WWL is coming through to give us an update on day one of training camp. We're going to talk winners. We're going to talk about any big news coming out of camp, and we're going to talk about offense and defensive standouts, particularly checking in on some of the key battles Around the roster. I can't be there on uh this week. And I think next week, so that means Doug Mouton and WWL are going to help us out and give us some immediate reactions. We'll have that for you. That'll drop actually tonight into tomorrow morning. This episode's also gonna drop a little bit earlier over on YouTube as well than the usual 2 p.m. central slot. So this will be available for you early. I'm thinking about making that training camp one available for you early as well. Don't want to wait too late, and then we're already into the midst of the next day or training camp. That would make no sense. So all of this on the way for you very quickly as we get into uh, training camp here for the New Orleans Saints. We're here, everybody. We did it. We made it through the offseason. Close the book on it. Bop. No more offseason. It's training camp. It's Locked on Saints. We'll continue to bring you everything you need to know right here. Thank you very much for all the support over the course of the offseason. Very much looking forward to this new season with all of you here. Fourth season, fourth season with Locked on Saints. I appreciate y'all very much for all the support and for helping to keep me here. Be back with you tomorrow, y'all. You can find me on Twitter at RoshX and NOLA. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're momming them. Trust you, that nation. I'll holler at you.